Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more, right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Hey, this is your boy Frank Gore. I'm listening to 49er Rush. Niners all day. That's brain sits home, baby. Let's go. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? How is everybody doing today? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. It's Thursday. I've got my uh, my Bill Walsh uh, shirt that they gave out for one of the 49ers games. I had an awesome listener uh, send this my way. I didn't even make it to that game. But I'm feeling it, man. Uh, we're, we're moving into Super Bowl week, which is kind of bittersweet, right? Obviously, we're not in it. That hurts. Um, but we're getting closer to the draft. There's so many positives. There's moves taking place. Just found out just a few minutes ago, Wes Welker, who has been the 49ers uh, wide receiver coach, is going to be going to um, South Florida and with Mike McDaniel and joining him on his staff. This is a good thing, not a negative thing. Always be happy. He gets to be closer to his family. Uh, he played there as well. So happy for him. Wes has been great. I don't think it's the biggest loss um, or frustration, really, that you could put out there. Like I don't think it's a big loss. It is a loss. Um, but I, I don't think this is one of those things he's been with, you know, we're bringing back Debo, Ayuk, and Juwan Jennings. Those guys are coming back. Juwan Jennings is a free agent, but he's a restricted free agent. You got to bring him back for super cheap. Um, I think it'd be good to get some new blood in there. I, I really, really do. They've all made very positive strides. Don't want to take anything away from Wes. I, I don't think that this is also... A big deal where it's like, oh my gosh, like this is a big no-no. I, I don't think I don't see it that way. I really, really don't. Shout out to the countdown crew. I love it. Hashtag CC guys. We're getting close. I don't know the number. We're getting close to episode 500. I think we're at like 497 or 98. I have to check after this. Um, we're gonna have to do a big giveaway. Uh, so next week, right after the Super Bowl, we'll have to do something. I gotta go shopping and get you guys something to give away, which would be a lot of fun. Um, so here's what I would like to do today. 
I, I had a plan, and that's okay. The play got kind of thwarted and by Pablo, my, my good friend on Twitter. He sent me like six good questions, and I was like, ah, oh, let's do a mailbag episode. We haven't done one of those. You know, we, we don't do them during the season. There's so much content, I just don't have time. But why not? And so I put this out there on Twitter. Hey, let's do this. I had to cut off the questions. A great problem to have. I remember might have been my first or second year doing this. This is year six where I tried to do a mailbag episode and I put it out on Twitter and nobody asked a question. (laughs) It was just like, oh, ouch, like punch to the gut, right? It just kind of hurt. But uh, here we are now. Uh, the wife is calling me. Uh, I'm going to answer it. Just tell her, hey, babe, I am currently live on air. Just want to say I love you. Thank you for the support. I can't hear you. I have my headphones on. Hope all is well. Just went live. Uh, love you. Uh, goodbye. Call me back if it's an emergency. Okay. Bye, babe. Uh, so we'll see. If that phone rings again, I might have to jump off. But I don't think so. Uh, she's holding it down. She's holding it down. Um, so, but anyway, like I remember doing one of these episodes and just getting zero responses and it was crushed i remember how i felt now like i have to cut off questions which is a good thing i don't think that's a good thing it's good that the audience has grown and the support for the show has grown and i just want to say thank you for all of that so uh stand up let's see that shirt it's just this is the only thing on the front it's the bill walsh uh, with the Super Bowls that he's won on the back is like the play design with Walsh. You remember the 49ers gave this away. Uh, the rest of it's just white. There's nothing really on the front unless you want you want to see the gun show. That's about it. Um, Tyson asked this, and again, this is a question episode. I, I've got way too many pages. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through all of them. I'm going to try my best. My wife hasn't called back, so I think we're good to play for a little while, kiddos. Um, First question I see here is Tyson. He says, do you think Joe Montana's anti-Lance comments are a big deal? Absolutely not. Um, There's so many different flavors, and people can like different things. That's okay. Uh, Has Joe Montana sat through and gone through Trey Lance's tape? Um, You know, all those types of things. I don't don't think so. And Joe Montana's, you know, what he has experienced with the NFL, very different game now. That's okay. It's okay to have, you know, anti-Lance take Steve Young doesn't really matter um they're not making the decisions in the place and that's okay i'm sure there were differing opinions in the 49ers front office as well i'm sure some people um really really liked what's it called uh mac jones or justin fields or whatever like and i think that's it now i will tell you this one of my questions i will go back through and re-rank um kind of the top 10 uh, if i had to redraft last year's draft now knowing what we know now how i would do that and i think some of you guys are going to be shocked uh we'll have to see what that looks like what's up yatsik uh he this is awesome good friend um awesome hanging out with him in philly another teacher he says help me understand how i'm supposed to feel about us having a winning record against both teams in the super bowl i'm with you i i I was i was working out in the gym today i live in los angeles and i was wearing a 49er shirt i usually am and I had three different people come up to me and ask me about the Super Bowl and the 49ers and, you know, whatever else. And, yeah, I, I made that very similar comment. I was like, well, 49ers beat both these teams, um, so they're both beatable. But it, it is frustrating, and not going to lie. But I don't think that we should be frustrated with the season that is. Looking back on it, being 2-4, and four, being 3-5, and five, having all those injuries – Making it to the NFC Championship was just unreal. I remember talking about the playoffs, and people were making fun of me in the chat. Playoffs, right? <laughs> Play the, the old Jim Mora uh, sound clip. 
Um, that that's rough. That's rough. Um, Dr. Steven, he says, I want to win a 49ers turban. Man, you find me one of those and email me one of those. That sounds freaking badass. Uh, you let me know. You let me know. <laughs> um, yeah, I see this. Uh, John, your wife's in the chat. Oh, no, is she really? Did I miss it? Don't, don't You're messing with me, man. You're going to get me in trouble. Uh, this is a live show, man. I don't have a <laughs> person screening this. Don't get me in trouble now. Come on. Y'all got to watch out for me and help me not get me in trouble. So let, let's jump into some questions. There's a bunch. If you have something you want me to talk about, go ahead and tag me, um, and we'll try to get to as much as we can. So... Let, let, let's see what we got. Pablo, who was kind of the incentive and inspiration behind this, he's got a lot of questions, so let's get through some of them. He asks, considering the DeForest Buckner trade, is it safe to say that Ken Law is a bust at this point? Um, first off, the very like, if you look at this in the perspective of Devo, DeForest Buckner for Javon Kinlaw, then yes, that's a total miss. The good news is that's not the reality with how we should look at it. We should look at it as Jimmy Ward, Eric Armstead, and Javon Kinlaw equal DeForest Buckner. So are, is the sum of the parts, those three, better than DeForest Buckner? I would argue the last eight weeks, or sorry, since week eight on this year, 100%, uh, that was a successful trade. Jimmy Ward, what Eric Armstead was able to do. Eric Armstead having his three best games almost concurrently, week 17, um, the wild card round versus the Cowboys, and then back into the divisional round. Like, that was awesome. Um, now, again, I'm not no DeForest Buckner slight here ever. Good Lord. He's by far one of my favorite players in the NFL. I remember being there whenever he was drafted. It's who I wanted to go there. Um, now, Javon Kinlaw, you look at him individually, you have to block away the DeForest Buckner thing because, again, it's those three for one. I think that Kinlaw, we got to wait and see. We have to see how he responds. How does he respond coming back from this surgery? We don't know. His rookie year, it was like this. It was just ascension. And then he had that pick six, and I think he got hurt in that same game that he had the pick six, and it just never got better. Now, the good news, the doctor that did Nick Bosa's surgery, which he rebounded, rebounded from incredibly well, is the same one that did Javon Kinlaw's. So you got to kind of wait and see. He's on a rookie contract deal. There's nothing really that you can do. Um, oh, what's this? I'm seeing some, uh, Vic Fangio. Um, uh, you guys keep me abreast with this situation. I'm seeing that Vic Fangio is meeting with John Lynch about a role, um, with the organization. I have not seen that, but I am live here. Um, uh, anyway, uh, that is incredible. I love Vic Fangio. He's one of my favorite players. And also tonight they're announcing the hall of fame. Who's going to be in the hall of fame for the 2022 year. And I got to say this. If Patrick Willis, who should get in, or Bryant Young, who should get in, if either one of those two guys get in, we are I'm going to Canton. I'm going, I'm not going to miss that. That that is my childhood. That is those guys. Patrick Willis was my favorite player ever. Like that's I played linebacker. I loved watching linebackers. Seeing that dude play was incredible. So if either one of those guys get in, we're going to Canton. And I'm calling on you guys. Y'all come on out too. Support. Your Hall of Famers, um, we're spoiled. Now, if one or both get in, we're, we're going. So we're going to do a 49ers rush road trip in Canton for the Pro Football Hall of Fame game. It's going to be awesome. Um, so, you know, just mark your calendars. If that happens, y'all are coming with me, and we're partying, and we're celebrating. That's a thing we're celebrating. That is a huge thing um, versus celebrating. 
And so very excited. Again, why do I bring up, you know, Patrick Willis? Well, he played under Fangio. <laughs> like he excelled under Fangio, right? All those things. Uh, Benjamin Albright reported it. Okay, yeah, I, I do not have notifications for him on. Um, I don't even think I follow him, but he's he does work. I'll say that. Uh, he does good work. He does some bad work. But uh, anyway, I'll stay out of that. I'll stay out of that. Um, also, Khalil, yeah, Kali, he says, remember that the Buckner trade helped us draft Ayuk as well. That is true because we traded back, got some extra capital, and then jumped up. Man, that's a good way of looking at it. That's a very, very good way of looking at it. Um, Dr. Steven, he says, I've looked around. Lakin might go 9 to $10 million a year. He's worth it. There's no doubt about that. DJ might go 8 or 9 um, price prohibitive. And I'll say this. I don't think either one of those is you're going to be fine financially. Here's why I say that you're going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. That's 25 million. And even though, you know, D Ford, I looked into his contract for a while today, you're going to be able to cut him post June 1st and then get, I think it's 7 million back a huge chunk there. So even though you hear those numbers, nine to 10 million a year, yes, that's correct. However, Parag can, you know, finagle those numbers into making both those, you know, acceptable. If you if you didn't listen to the last episode, I went through nothing but our free agents were missing, and I ranked them all in five tiers, who we need to bring back, and Lakin and DJ are priority one. I also put Arden Key in that category as well. But, um, yeah, that's that's where I want to put that. Oh, Kali says, I live two hours from Canton. Man, we better hang out. First beer's on me, my friend. Um, Yes, come on out, man. That'd be awesome. So let's get to our next question. This one's for Pablo again. He says, is McGlinchey's performance um, based on bad right guard play? I said no. I don't think that it is. Mike McGlinchey's going to be back next year. Um, whether you want him to or not, they already picked up the fifth-year option, which guarantees against injury. So his in obviously he got injured. Um, he should be back at the start of the season or at least after training camp. But I think the majority of Mike McGlinchey's play is whenever he's on an island. That's the problem. He has a problem with the outside speed to bull rushers. That's where he gets posterized and just looks really, really bad. If it was an issue with combo blocks to the inside where they work, you know, the four eye or the five technique and they get to the next level, he flourishes there. If it's just the guy coming right out of his face, that's not it either. It's whenever he gets into his kick slide. And tries to get his outside depth to form the pocket. He doesn't anchor well out of his kick slide. That's the problem. Um, that is the problem big time. Now, let's see. And so, I, I don't put it on there. Because, again, I don't think he struggles on combo blocks. Steven, he says, who do you think the best wide receiver in this year's draft? And do you want the Niners to draft him? Well, one, let me say this. I haven't got to wide receiver film yet. I haven't got to a lot of the film yet. I'm still filling out um, kind of basic um, information and measurables and all that thing. And shoot, let me put this out there. If you guys have been around, you know I do a lot of draft work. Last year, I think it was over 80 pages before you know I, I kind of cleaned it up. Like I do a lot, a lot of draft work. If you want to help with that, if you're just one of those people that wants to dive into the stats and the measurables and 40s and stats and college stats – Reach out to me, 49ers Rush uh, Podcast at gmail.com, 49ers Rush Podcast at gmail.com. I could use some help. The more people that help me with kind of those stats for the draft book that I put out every year, this would be year eight, I believe, of draft books that I put out, um, that's more time I get to watch film. 
So as I'm going through and kind of statting all this stuff out, let me know. If that's something you want to do, I can give you all the access to kind of all the stats and all that stuff. And if you just want to help, hey, man, I want to help with running backs. I'll show you this is what I'm looking for, the running backs. I'll give you a list of, you know, 20 running backs or so. If you want to do wide receivers, you want to do a whole bunch, I'll put that out there. So if that's something you want, go ahead and reach out to me. If you got some free time and you want to dive into some of this stuff, man, I, I would love any help that we can get because, again, it's a limited amount of time. I'm a little bit behind on the draft stuff currently because of how deep the 49ers win the playoffs. Great thing. But I'm not going to. I. You don't have to worry. You're going to get all the content that you ever wanted draft-wise. There's no doubt about it. I'm just a little behind the eight ball right now, but I'll catch up. I'll outwork anybody. Uh, that's always been my philosophy. Dad burned that into my brain. Um, you can't outwork me. You can work as hard as I can. You can't outwork me. Uh, anyway. So, having said that, I have not broken down wide receiver film yet. Um, there's a lot of studs. I did do Chris Olave last year before he decided to go back. I think that he is awesome. And I think that this is a – get used to seeing this. If, if you look at the deepest parts of this draft, I think it's wide receivers, you could say that for the last five years in a row, and you're going to say it for the next five years because it's a spread – college system it's a spread high school system wide receivers are everywhere the best athletes that's where they're going the second deepest is going to be the draft uh the edge rushers which is perfect we need a wide receiver we only have three under contract we need an edge rusher um we have some guys that kind of fit in but you know that we need more help there so my question right now who's my favorite uh jameson williams is probably the kind of consensus favorite currently i haven't broke down his film um i do like Traylon burks a lot out of arkansas though um a lot out of arkansas a lot of that's because i got turned on him versus texas when they just freaking donkey punched the longhorns like crazy uh, which hurt my heart but uh he, he's a baller that dude's a baller so that that's where i would say with that one uh next question back to pablo on Twitter, he says, are you worried about Aaron Banks? Yeah. <laughs> and so, yes, obviously, very worried. This is a second-round pick, middle second-round pick. They did trade back for him, but you didn't see him. He didn't play. He wasn't even active most times. So that's a huge problem for a second-round pick. But let me say this. The 49ers do things differently. You've got to prove it. They're not going to put you out there because of where you're drafted. They're a meritocracy. We talked a lot about that coming into the offseason. Um, but you know, we'll have to see. Ambry Thomas didn't play for a long time until he proved it. You remember Ross Dwelly was on like our practice squad for like two years, I think, before he played. Aziz was on the practice squad. Look what he did. Juwan Jennings, they cut, brought him back. Now he's a starter. Charlie Warner got no playing time early on. And so... There's a long track. Those are just guys off my top of my head that this front office will wait on. This coaching staff will wait. We're not putting you in until you prove to us you're ready. Um, and, man, there, it would be amazing. Imagine if Aaron Banks comes out and just starts the season week one at right guard. And that would just be, whew, everybody would be so happy. But I think you do have to be worried. It's a low ceiling at this point. Um, I, I think that's that's an issue. I, I really, really do. Now, uh, this question again from Pablo. I mean, this dude, I, I want to get as many questions of, from him as possible because he inspired the podcast. Without that, uh, I don't know what I would know what I would have been doing today, but not this. Um, he says, is there a bigger need 
uh, than corner for the 49ers in the draft. Here, I'm going to say this. I don't think cornerback is the biggest need. Now, I understand if you look at this from a fan's perspective in the NFL in general, you're going to say, what? You're crazy. Yeah, corner's a big need. It's a huge need, and you're right. But it's not the way they build the team. Don't expect this coaching staff in front office to all of a sudden prioritize corners after what we've been through for the past three or four years. They're not going to change. They're not going to change. There's not much of a big difference between where we are now and where we were in this point last year. They're not going to. Also, Emmanuel Mosley and Ambry Thomas, who are your projected starters, they're both young. Their scheme fits. They've done well. Uh, Demo in the slot, you know, maybe you bring back Kwan Williams and you've got your projected starters with a backup in Demo. You're all right. Now, obviously, you're going to have to bring some more people in. And maybe 27 comes back, which actually I would be against, uh, to be honest with you. But this team will not prioritize a cornerback. Remember, last year they passed on Asante Samuel Jr., who was just sitting there. Um, would have been a great pick. I really, really liked him. But that's not a priority for him. They didn't spend till you know, Ambry Thomas, the end of the third round. I think it was like pick 100-something. Don't expect them to all of a sudden move on from that. They're going to pick an edge rusher. They're going to pick uh, offensive tackle. They're going like that's what they are going to do. It, don't look for them to change their spots. They're not going to. Now, should they draft a corner? Yeah, I think they should. Doesn't mean that they will. Uh, not at least with that second pick, a uh, second round pick. Obviously, we don't have a first because of Jimmy. But once we do trade Jimmy, we'll have two seconds. Um, we'll have to see what that looks like. But we'll have to see there. Now, um, sticking with that, are there any corners you like? Yes, there are lots of corners that I like as I've started uh, jumping into some of their film and stats. Um, and so once I do, all that's on Patreon, by the way. So patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast. You want to support the podcast. You want to get the most intensive draft content that is provided out there. I haven't seen anybody else doing what I'm doing. Not because uh, I think, oh, you know, we provide better content. I, just, I think it's just unique. Um, to go through all 22 film, which I don't know why the NFL is so selective and kind of, you know, they don't let it out there. Um, it's frustrating. I give that to you, and I watch it with you, and I show you what I like and what I don't like, the good, the bad. You can watch highlights on YouTube, and I think that's important. It shows you the ceiling of a player, but it doesn't tell you the full story. Uh, my age-old axiom, which you're going to hear 20 times this offseason, the first time I've said it this year, whew, everybody take a drink if you drink it at home. Watching a player's highlights. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California. Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 
$100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's like reading a dating profile that a person says about themselves. You're going to hear only the good things. Watching the All-22 game tape is like interviewing their ex. You get the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. So highlights are good. And watch highlights and have fun and figure out what players that you like. But understand that is not the full story. You're getting the social media version of that player, right? Everybody puts pictures of their families up there and like, oh, look at us. We're a perfect family and we're always so happy. And it's not the reality to the situation. Uh, you put cameras in those people's houses and you watch them argue whatever. The dad can't find a remote. You're going to figure out <laughs> who they are. I, I, don't, I don't think anything makes me more upset than when I cannot find the remote. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm the only one that's like that. But, man, I get... I get upset. Um, I, I get upset big time on that one. So um, here are some corners that I like. And I think that these are some outside corners that kind of fit that second, uh, late second to third round where the 40 yards are going to be picking a lot. Outside corners, I got Mario Goodrich. He's a six-foot corner from Clemson. And again, pay attention to these metrics. The 49ers do not have a corner that they have drafted or gone after that's over six feet. So six one, you kind of have to cap it. Um, Pay attention, like they've shown you what they want. So six one and under, those like big, tall Richard Sherman corners, that's a thing of the past. We don't do that that much in this defense anymore. We really, really don't. We want smaller guys. Um, when Robert Sala and, the, and Kyle Shanahan first came over, they wanted those huge, tall, towering corners with you know, you know, four three speed or whatever. Nah, it's not that anymore. That's not what they do. They want a four four forty in the four four range, and they want a six foot guy. That's what they want. So Mario Goodrich from Clemson, uh, Alante Taylor, six foot from Tennessee, and Darion Kendrick, who's one of my favorites from Georgia. Georgia has so many good players. Watching that film's fun uh, because you, it's fun now. Anytime you watch Clemson, I remember it's like this with the Alabama. You'll watch a game and you'll watch like the corner, okay? And you're focusing on one player, but then you realize I have to watch this game ten more times. They have that many players, and then whatever you know, let's say it's Georgia versus you know, I don't know, fill in the blank Tennessee. Well, there's a couple Tennessee guys. You want to see how they play against this, and uh, you just keep watching it, and eventually you know what all the plays are. Uh, it's what it is. But I like Darion Kendrick. Those are outside guys, slot guys. Marcus Jones out of Houston. Big fan of Houston secondary players. And Mikael Wright out of Oregon. Uh, now, Marcus Jones, 5'8", a little bit smaller. Mikael Wright, he's 5'11". He's a guy that's probably going to be a slot guy, kind of like Demo, but could play outside in a pinch. Versatility continues to be such a big deal. Um, it continues to be a huge deal for what they're uh, looking for. They, they want guys that can play everywhere. Um, <laughs> D will, I, I, I see, uh, Tommy's in there talking his OU stuff and man. Yeah. Hook him, man. Uh, you guys keep throwing those shots at me. It hurts, man. 
Uh, Nicholas, what's up, Nick? From Jersey, man. This dude's my, he's my boy, man. Uh, he says, what's up, John? See you in Vegas, brother. Yes. Uh, just got my ticket for the best draft party of the world. Go Niners. Yeah, but uh, Nick came out to a lot of the parties. We had a great time hanging out, man. Really good dude. And so I love the fact that, man, the wifey gave you permission. That's awesome. You know, and let's plug it. The best draft party. Uh, we have invested so much capital, time, effort, energy into throwing the best 49ers experience in Las Vegas for the NFL draft. It's going to be April 28th and 29th. Uh, so Thursday and Friday, the days one and day two of the draft. We got you covered. We got Fred Warner coming out. We got Elijah Mitchell coming out. Live streaming, prizes, food and drinks will be included with your ticket. Live draft uh, analysis going the whole time. We got some fantasy football people coming out that's going to be broadcasting as well. It's going to be unreal. 49ersrushroadtrip.com. 49ersrushroadtrip.com. You want to party on the strip with two 49ers? Woo! I, come on, man. Come on. Um, yeah, uh, so Kyle, the, I see right here, it says, someone got the Patreon link. I don't see it in the description. It is in the description. Um, if you just slide down, it says support 49ers Rush Podcast, and then you can see the HTPPS, patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast. That is there for you. Um I see you're watching on YouTube. That's there. Um, so anyway, appreciate you guys helping out. What's up, Nick? So excited to party again, man. It's going to be a blast. Um, it's going to be. What's up, Adam? Uh, glad to see you here as well, my friend. Uh, Patreon. Uh, he's a <laughs> hashtag CC winner. He's won several stuff. And he, uh, he, he and his fiance shared our awesome story. Their awesome story um, with the expectancy, expanding their family. Congratulations, my friend. Always be with you. Uh, just huge fan. Thank you, Shot Jay. He's also posting the Patreon chat there. Let's get to some more questions. Um, would you trade any 49ers starters? Well, Jimmy, obviously, right? That goes without saying. And I think probably one of the most common players that is mentioned in trading is Drake Greenlaw. And for me, I'm telling you right now, hell no. It's one of my favorite players. One. Two, he's still on a rookie contract. And I, I just think that it just makes way too much sense to keep him. He's the best tackling linebacker in the NFL. He brings a hardcore punishing mentality to the field. And when he's on the field, good things happen. When he's on the field, good things happen. Whenever he got injured in that NFC Championship game, Aziz came in and Aziz played well. And I'm not putting this on Aziz. I don't think it is. But the run game for the Rams picked up. They started running the ball better. And again, I'm not putting that on Aziz. I'm telling you, I'm a pro Greenlaw guy. Keep them. And what would you get? So let's say, okay, let, let's play devil's advocate. What would you get for Dre Greenlaw? Would you get a second-round pick? I don't think so. I think a third-round pick, best-case scenario, because whoever trades for him, they're going to have to sign him to an extension after this year. So if you're going to get a third-round pick, he's only 25. Why not let him play out his rookie deal? He's cheap still. And then let him walk and sign a big contract somewhere else. And then you get a comp pick the following year. So would you rather get a third round pick right now? And it doesn't help your cap situation because he's on a rookie deal. He's cheap. Or let him play for you a year. Then let him just walk and sign where he wants and get that comp pick, which will probably be a third round the following year. I want that play. We do not have a bunch of money. He is a cheap player, young player. He's somebody who I hope we extend. But yeah, I'm not trading that dude. I'm not trading him at all. I'm not trading Kittle. I've seen those out there. I don't know why. I'm not trading Kittle. That dude is literally the personality of this team. 
literally the personality of this team. And we haven't seen him really play a lot with Kittle or with uh, Lance. Why would you take away a comfort blanket for your 21-year-old rookie quarterback that's stepping in? Don't do that. McGlinchey, if you get a fourth or better, I'd trade him. I don't think that's out there with his injury. I would trade. Here's one player I would trade. I'm going to get mean. I'm going to get mean. I would trade Mitch Wisnowski for a turkey and cheddar sandwich. Um, it doesn't, it could be expired. I don't care. When the special teams improves, when your punter gets hurt, that's bad. Now we've got Robbie Gold holding, uh, handling kickoffs because Mitch can't kick it in the end zone. Yeah, I, I would just pick up a punter off the street. I'm going to be really honest with you. Um, that's just me. That's a player I would trade. Uh, obviously, nobody's going to offer anything for him. Definitely not a fourth-round pick. Ah, they got me. They got me. Oh, Adam, thanks for the gift, man. Uh, really, really appreciate it. D-Will, he says, Patreon is worth it. I agree. And if you don't like it, if you do join and you don't like it, 100% money back guaranteed. No questions asked. You just say, hey, really not happy with it. I'll give it all back to you. Um, so that, that's there. Uh, love it. Shot J, the uh, Dave Chappelle reference. Uh, love it, man. Now, let's get to a couple other questions. This one's from Dan Case, a uh, big-time Patreon supporter on Twitter. He said, I feel like Jimmy could go for two top 100 picks or he could have no trade value whatsoever and stay in San Francisco at the same time. You're not the only one that feels that way. And if the fans determined... The trade value, yeah, social media, Twitter would say Jimmy's not worth anything, right? But that's not the case. Imagine you're a coach and your GM slash owner says, hey, dude, you get the playoffs or it's done. This is your last year. Then you want Jimmy Garoppolo as your quarterback. I'm telling you right now. If you're if you're a coach that's kind of on the fritz and that seat's getting warm, you would love to have Jimmy Garoppolo. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers and you have a good roster, don't have any money? Dude, you'd love to have Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, they're, they're making the playoffs. If Jimmy Garoppolo was on the Steelers last year instead of Fat Ben Roethlisberger. Shout out to uh, Brian Carter for that reference. He, they're in the playoffs, period. Like, easy. So I, I do think my personal evaluation of what he's worth. I think he's worth the number 40 overall pick in this draft. Number 40. Now, you go to... Um, the Jimmy Johnson trade chart, which I know some people don't like, but it's used as a reference point, and so that's why I'm using it here. Guess who owns the number 40 pick? Denver Broncos. Guess who needs a quarterback? The Denver Broncos. That It just makes too much sense. Now, if you look at the Jimmy Johnson trade chart, that pick's worth 500 points. So, Dan, let, let's play out your scenario. How do we get two top 100 picks? Well, guess what? The number 40 pick is worth the number 64 and 96 pick combined. So the last pick in the second round and the last pick in the third round. Two top 100 picks. Guess who owns both those? The Denver Broncos. So I kind of agree with you here. I think Jimmy could be worth two 100 picks or two top 100 picks. More than likely, though, it'd be like a third this year. And if Jimmy makes the playoffs or starts like, you know, 75% of the snaps, that it would you'd get a third or a second the following year, similar to what Carson Wentz got, just backed off a little bit. Uh, not first round capital. He just doesn't have the physical skill set, right? That's there. Um, so that's there. Um, then Dan asked this. Oh, I love it. Can I buy forty dollars rush road trip tickets to Carolina yet? Uh, that's right. We're playing the Panthers at Carolina next year. 
He says, I have waited forever for the Niners to come to Charlotte. You can't buy them yet. I don't want to put the tickets up there because, man, what if that comes out and it's like my son's birthday or something like that? Like last year, I wanted to go to Tennessee so bad, but it was right before, you know, Christmas Eve and all that stuff. It just didn't work out. So I have the full intention to throw a huge party, 49ers Rush Road Trip out in Carolina. But I don't want to put it up there. Uh, still got the family life and all these other things. I got to be careful a little bit. I got to be careful a little bit there. Um, now, here we go. I like this one. Here we go. If you could, this is from Pablo. I like this. Uh, uh, real quick, before we move on, this comment relates to Jimmy go to the Broncos. Mr. Superfly says, if Jimmy gets traded to the Blanco, Broncos, how are you going to feel when we have to play them in Denver next year? I love Jimmy. I'm not an anti-Jimmy guy. I know a lot of people think I am. I'm not. He's a great dude. He's great in the locker room, great teammate, and he does what he does. Now, he's limited, obviously, but that's okay. I would love to play the Denver Broncos against Jimmy. Would love to. Uh, you just crowd the middle of the box. We know how to stop him. Um, and I, I'd pull for Jimmy every game besides the game he plays us. That's just very similar to DeForest Buckner. Like, I, I have no qualms with, with Jimmy. And he would make them a playoff team. Like, I, I feel that way. I feel that. I, I do feel that way. Um, now, back to this question. I love this. If you could pick over again, knowing what you know now, between Fields, Mac Jones, and Trey Lance, who would you go with? Okay. One, let me... I love Trey Lance. I loved Trey Lance before we drafted him. I loved his film, absolutely, before he declared for the NFL draft. If I'm repicking right now, knowing what I know, I'm taking Trey Lance 1,000%. Did Mac Jones have a good year? Yes, he did. Well, it was a pretty good year. He still had some big-time, you know, rookie mistakes and whatever else. But, like, you, you look at his stats, he threw 22 touchdowns, which is great, and 13 interceptions. So it's like a Jimmy G line. That's not what I'm looking for. Now, obviously, he's going to get better. He's going to get a lot better. But, like, I don't want that. It took 28 sacks. Um, he was great. He was great. So, let me let me tell you. Here you go. This this is going to – I'm going to cause some problems right here, okay? And y'all call me a homer. Y'all call me whatever you want. I don't care. This is my top 10 board. If I had to redraft right now, if I had to redraft the 2021 draft, knowing everything we know right now, my first overall pick is Trey Lance. Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. Here's why. Did he show? What did he show us in his two starts? Well, one, the Arizona thing, he was hurt, right? He couldn't throw the ball. But we almost won that game. Missed it by a half-inch line, and that was when the Cardinals were the best defense and the best team in the NFL. He almost beat them. Just running. Then if you look at the Texans, he looked great, right? Throwing the ball down the field, all those things. Like, he looked awesome. I, and again, if quarterback's number one, that's who I'm taking. If I need a quarterback, I'm taking Trey Lance out of all the quarterbacks. All of them. Let's go. Number two, Jamar Chase. And if you want to have Jamar Chase first, that's fine. If you don't have a quarterback, you don't have anything. Um, but Jamar Chase would be two. Michael Parsons, three. Rashawn Slater, four. That dude was a stud. I told everybody he's going to be a stud. I told everybody. Uh, some people some people listened. Um, Mac Jones would be five. I'd take Mac Jones over Justin Fields, over um, Zach Wilson over Trevor Lawrence. I take him over all of them, um, but not by much. Again, depends on what I want. If I want playmaking, I'm going to back Mac Jones down even more. 
But if you've got a solid team, that's where he would go. Patrick Sertan would be sixth. Creed Humphrey, who I told everybody to pick, would be seventh. Yeah, I'd have a center go seventh. Dude's basically an all-pro his first rookie damn year. And the reason why I fell is because he snaps with his left hand. Really? <laughs> Could have had Trey Lance and Creed Humphrey. Man, that'd be crazy. Fields would be eighth. Zach Wilson, nine. Trevor Lawrence, tenth. And yeah, I got I got Trevor Lawrence that low. Um, he was really, really bad. I know a lot of that's Urban Meyer, but that that would be my top 10. That's how I would rank it. I am that high on Trey Lance still. He has shown us nothing to not believe what he can do. Now, his running ability, you know, the body size is there. The speed's there. He's not elusive. That That's kind of the one thing that was a shock all year, Trey Lance, right? He just takes a lot of hits. That's one of those things. But, yeah, that, that's that's where I would do it. I'd have Trey Lance, one. I'd have Mac Jones, five. Fields, eight. Zach Wilson, nine. And Trevor Lawrence, ten. Um, that's just the way I would do it. So, you want to come at me? Come on, bro. Let's do this. Um, Kyle says, when does draft coverage start? Just subbed on Patreon, by the way. Thank you. Appreciate the support. Um, starts next week. Films start coming out next week. So, that's going to be there. I'm putting a poll up on there later today or tomorrow. Um on which position you guys want film breakdowns of first. And so we'll we'll just start diving into that and we'll jump in. We're, we're going to jump in. So um, this one's a fantasy football question. I like this one. Uh, this is from R. Wilson. Might be Russell Wilson, the Russell Wilson. He does follow me on Twitter. He doesn't. He doesn't. Not the real one. He says, where does Debo go in fantasy leagues next year for redraft? I think in that 8 to 10 range, maybe 7 to 10 range in the first round, of course. I think you got your worst workhorse running backs in redraft. Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb if you want to put him there. CMC if you're risky. And then you got the top three wide receivers, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, and Debo. Now, if Devontae Adams leaves and it's not with Aaron Rodgers, or Aaron Rodgers leaves and it's not with Devontae Adams, then Debo jumps up a spot. But I think in the, anywhere in that kind of 6 to 10 range, that's where Debo should go. Um and, you know, some people might take Mixon or whatever, but I wouldn't over him. Uh, if you want to go wide receiver, which, again, Debo is a wide back, I am curious to see if he will get the running back designation um, similar to Corderell Patterson. He should. He should next year. Uh, we'll see. That's going to be something. I think ESPN will be the first one to announce it, and then it will trickle down to all the other ones. Um, now, before we move on to some more questions, get them in there. Tag me. Here we go. My bookie Super Bowl week. Lots of bets. My bookies double deposit bonus makes sure you won't miss out on Super Bowl 56. And if you use our promo code 49ERS49ers, they're going to double and match your first deposit instantly. So, from betting on the opening coin toss to the length of the national anthem, Super Bowl prop bets are a great way to for the entire party to get a skin in the big game. And now with my bookie, this is a brand new thing. They are giving you a chance to call your own shot by submitting your own Super Bowl prop bet. All you have to do to get featured is tweet at MyBookie um, on Twitter at MyBookie to get your prop bet featured. So don't miss out. Head to MyBookie and double your first deposit up to $1,000 using promo code 49ers. Place your bets and get ready for the unmatched excitement of the Super Bowl. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. All right, uh, here's another question. This is from Cool Style on Twitter. He says, what pass rusher do you like in the second round? I, I Personally, if I'm betting, you know, again, I haven't dove into the film on these guys. I think this is the deepest 
position in the draft, this and wide receiver. And I think it's also the most likely draft pick for the 49ers early. There's a few positions that just draft capital matters. Obviously, edge is up there. Quarterback and edge, that's just what it is. You look at the all-pro players, they're studs that are drafted high. Now, pick 61, which is the 49ers' first pick currently, obviously, I see us bouncing all up and down. So uh, here are some of the guys that I really, really like in that kind of second to third round. Uh, Kingsley Inogbare um, out of South Carolina. He's awesome. And South Carolina, you got to like highlight their players, even if you don't think their scheme fits. The 49ers have drafted the most players historically out of Stanford, number one. South Carolina's number two. And you don't have to look past this roster to see that with Debo, Kinlaw. Like, we go there a lot. Mike Davis, like, that's not this uh, coaching staff, but we like them a lot. So we obviously know people in there. I'm sure Kinlaw knows them, things like that. That's huge. Josh Pascal out of Kentucky. They put out some really good pass rushers in the past. Nick Bonito, who crushed it down in the senior bowl out of OU. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest OU guy, but I'm not against drafting OU players. Um, he might go early second round, but I like him a lot. And this last one, I'm going to butcher his name. I apologize. Arnold Ebiketti, I believe is correct, out of Penn State. Penn State, again, both their pass rushers were great this year. So, uh, you know, he didn't get a lot of playing time breaking down the film in the past. He was a situational, but they do situational rushers there. Uh, those are some guys that I would target. But there's really good pass rushers all throughout this draft. These guys are a little bit more complete pass rushers, but once you get in the third and fourth round and past that, you're getting guys that can only do one thing. They're a speed bend rusher. They're a power bull rusher. They're not a complete player, but that's okay because the 49ers rotate those things, um, right? So I think that's going to be that's going to be key. Now, sticking with that question, Aaron S. on Twitter says this, what move might surprise us that the 49ers make during the draft? Here's mine. And it's, it's, it's around one player who's, I don't think it's going to happen, but if Jermaine Johnson, another edge guy out of Florida State, falls, 49ers jump up into that first round could be a strong possibility because he is that dynamic and that good. Um, you know, if you look at some places, I've seen him on the big board kind of all over the place. I've seen some people have him kind of as a top 15 guy. I've had seen some people have him in the 20s. But if he is there, um, like the draft network, for example, they have him number 29. If he's there, whew, I could see that one. And you know, the Jimmy trade, when that takes place, who knows? Because do teams wait? I think the 40 hours want to get this trade done early for free agency before the draft so they can have that capital. But who knows? Maybe you got to keep Jimmy till the draft, Dylan draft day. I hope not. But man, Jimmy plus a third or whatever you get for Jimmy plus a third, your comp pick that you just got for Mike McDaniel getting hired, that'll get you there. And I would like that very, very much. Uh, I want to get in the first round. That would be cool. But uh, we'll see here. We'll see here. Anyway, you guys are the best. This was a lot of fun. I got to bounce. Uh, Playtime's over for me, unfortunately. But I do want to say thank you guys for the support. Remember, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com for NFL draft tickets. Go get them before they sell out. And obviously, Patreon, if you want draft content, that's going to be there. You guys know where to find it. It's in the description of this video. Thank you guys so much for all the support. And as always, stay strong, faithful.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.